Welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant Bustacap Corrigan, joined as always by Andrew oh, Dynamite man. Dobius. Hey, you get you're getting good at these nicknames, man. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna try to bring good. A, gonna try to bring a new one every week. Oh, I that's can't what they call me see. on the streets, Bustacap Corrigan. Yeah, yeah, it's it's sometimes true. I don't go I don't go out of the house, so I don't have a street name. Well, that's why they call you Dynamite. Yeah, because you exactly. always blow it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Oh. Okay, I got a quick question for you. All right, let's hear it. Why are the Thursday night football games not good? Why are they never exciting? I feel What's like you're on? setting me up for something, but I don't have an I'm answer not. for you. Oh, I'm let's... not. I'm just okay. I mean, it's only been two weeks, but these Thursday night games, man, they've been hard to watch. Yeah, it's it's been rough. Uh, in case anybody has not watched it. It was a really sad showdown between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who actually won the game, versus the Carolina Whiny Panthers. Yeah. Oh, Not whiny, it, whimpering. Whimpering Whimpering. Panthers. They were more like kitty cats than Panthers. Yeah. That's no, the way they played. Yeah, that was, that was hard to watch. A lot of questions came out of this game, at least for me watching it. On the Buccaneers side of the ball, Jameis Winston played better real life football. You know, he really minimized the turnovers. Yeah. His percentage, his completion was not good. It was 16 out of 25 attempts, only threw for 208 yards and a touchdown. Not, not great. And not what I was hoping for from a Bruce Arians offense. No, I, it was just, it was hard to watch. I came into this game expecting McCaffrey to just run over the Buccaneers. That's what I was really excited for during this matchup. Mm-hmm. I was so hyped because I was, I thought the Panthers were way better than the Buccaneers. I was wrong. I was way wrong. Yeah. No, they're just both bad. Uh, on the Buccaneers side, Chris Godwin was the only receiver who really made it happen. He he went big. He had eight yeah. receptions for 121 yards and a touchdown. And truly, I mean, he looked like the wide receiver one in this offense. Yeah, you know, he, he looked he, the best. Yeah, he got the targets and he made the catches. Uh, Mike Evans was a huge disappointment. Nothing big on that front. Uh, I think the most concerning thing for me was the Buccaneer run game. Yeah, kind of surprising. Yeah, I, I was really high going into this week on uh, Ronald Jones. You know, I was kind of tempted to start him being pretty sneaky. There was a report out Thursday afternoon from Ian Rappaport that said that, you know, they were really going to give Ronald Jones more touches. And he ended up with four. <laughs> that's not great. That's that's not going to fly. That's Whereas not Peyton, a lot. Yeah, Peyton Barber crushed it with 89 yards and a touchdown. But he had over 20 touches, which I don't know if you've seen the two of them side to side recently. But Peyton Barber is nothing special. At least Ronald Jones has upside. But yeah. I was really disheartened with how they used him. Yeah, so lesson learned, never listen to Ian Rappaport. <laughs> yes. And also, I'm just kidding, that guy's, that guy's great. He does a really good job most of the time. Uh, I think the only other player we need to mention from the Buccaneers is O.J. Howard. I was really, he did awful. He was barely targeted at all. Invisible. Yeah, I feel really bad for everybody who paid up for him. Um, you know, he should have, he should be, he should have been in line for a huge season. And it's not too late, but it does not look like he's going to return the value you thought you were getting. Yeah, we're only two weeks in, but he did nothing this game. Yeah, he burned you. He burned you two games in a row. My advice would be bench him, try to pick somebody up. 
like uh, Waller from the Patriots, TJ Hawkinson from the Lions. Yep. See if you can find somebody else because OJ Howard just until Bruce Arians, you know, proves it differently. You know, yeah, play it safe. OJ Howard isn't getting it done. Yep, I agree. Uh, Panthers, Cam Newton, what's going on, man? What's going on? The big question going into the season was, you know, can he still throw after that shoulder injury? Well, and if you if you drafted Cam Newton, I mean, you're starting to feel like he's Scam Newton. Yeah, absolutely. Nice Uh, pun. Yeah, thank you. No, he just doesn't look like a good quarterback. And if he doesn't run the ball, he doesn't have nearly the same amount of value. And he can't throw. He's not a pocket passer. You know, he I think the ground was his number one receiver this week. It could have been. I didn't look at the, the stats, actually. Yeah, you can see right here, 25 completions out of 51 attempts <laughs> if yeah. you do the math that's 26 incomplete <laughs> passes well done it took me a second to think of that yep yeah well it checks out i'm not gonna do the math but i'll believe you no okay, it, he good. did not look good the only bright spot i guess there's two bright spots for this carolina offense yeah greg olson he is old he's hobbled but dang it he still gets it done He's if you need a tight end, if he's on waivers, if you have OJ Howard, I would make the switch over to Greg Olson. Uh, you know, and the only other bright spot was Curtis Samuel. You know, b- mm-hmm. before the season, people were really excited about him because of his route running, his speed, his involvement in the offense. After week one, a little worried, myself included, but he was way more yeah. involved this game. Five receptions for 91 yards, made some tough catches, and he kept getting targeted on the deep throw. You know, Cam Newton, Samuel had an opportunity for about a 75 yard touchdown. He was open. He had space. Cam yeah. Newton I just, I remember it. that. Yeah. So I he remember had a, that. It was so frustrating. Right. So he got a 45 yard completion. Awesome. But if cam wasn't as bad as at a quarterback as he is, that would have been a 75 yard touchdown. Yeah. Like you said, Curtis Samuel, five receptions, 91 yards. DJ Moore didn't have a bad game either. Nine receptions for 89 yards on a day where cam Newton can throw when everything works out, that's going to be huge. Samuel and, and DJ Moore can both have great games if Cam Newton can figure it out. Right. So, I mean, I think that's going to be the biggest question heading into week three. Obviously, huge storyline. People were drafting Cam to be their starter. If you have Cam as your starter, abandon ship, try to find someone else off waivers. Uh, the other headlines, Christian McCaffrey. You know, he's a fantasy yeah. football superstar. He probably won you your week last week. But this week... He he did not perform, you know, 53 total yards. I think it was just a bad night. I do not predict this moving forward. The Buccaneers just showed up ready to play. So unfortunately, you got to take the L with that one. I think mm-hmm. uh, I know better days are ahead. McCaffrey's too good to push down for 53 yards every week. Yeah, absolutely. Slightly, uh, actually not slightly, very disappointing game for McCaffrey there. Hopefully he can bounce back week three, though. Yeah, and I'm hoping for next Thursday to be a little bit more exciting of a football game. With that being said, let's go into our weekend preview. Yeah, starting start out the, uh, noon games here. Yeah, uh, let's get started with the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Tennessee Titans. This will be an interesting game. Both of these teams, people aren't very excited about. Uh, but in week one, they both showed that they've got some juice left. Yeah, uh, Starting with the Titans... Andrew, walk me through what you feel about him, man. I, after watching the Titans-Browns game, I'm kind of excited about this Titans team. Shut Derek, up. Oh Derek my Henry, gosh. 
What are you talking about? Derrick Henry had an amazing performance. The defense didn't look too bad either. I This is one of the games that I'm actually really excited for. This is in my top three most exciting games of the week. I I want to hurt your feelings here a little bit. Yeah. Anytime a team scores more than 40 points, you are immediately on their bandwagon. Titans yes. no, and I'm not Ravens on the bandwagon. from last week. <laughs> I am excited to watch them in the next week. They immediately okay. bump it up. The yeah. more they score, the more exciting it is to watch. <laughs> the more interested Andrew gets. The more interested I get. Yeah. I see those fantasy points go up. Yeah, I'm I'm not excited for their offense. I think they had a really good week last week between the other team crumbling and everything going right for the Titans. Yeah, I think they'll be better than people expect. But people need to remember, outside of Delaney Walker, there really wasn't much going on with the exception of Derrick Henry. You know, A.J. Brown, people were really excited about. He had three receptions. You know, I don't think that's replicable, especially with Marcus Mariota. Uh, I'm worried about Derrick Henry this week. You know, the Colts have a really stout defense. You know, they did get chewed up by uh, Austin Eckler last week, but Derrick Henry, he's not that kind of quick player. You know, once Derrick Henry, it takes him about 20 yards to get to full speed. And once he's he's there, you're not stopping him. power runner. Right. So I I think he's going to have a tough matchup against the Colts. I I have him lower than the industry's standard on Derrick Henry. So I'm cooling on him a little bit. I think he'll still be good. He's a solid RB2, but don't expect another repeat performance of what happened last week. Yeah, uh, he performed very well last week. He's not going to do the same this week. I still think he's going to be a solid RB2 as well. I got him at the upper tier of that RB2 section. Yep, I'd start Delaney Walker. I think if you drafted him or picked him up off waivers, you ended up with a a really good top eight tight end. Uh, With the Colts, you know, we saw Jacoby Brissett, his A-OK. He's nothing, nothing special, but he's able to hold his own. So he's yeah. not going to, you know, be a negative impact on his players. Marlon Mack was fantastic last week. I don't expect him to be as good against the Titans. They showed they have a really good defense. So he'll be great. I think he'll be, you know, a, probably a top end RB two, but he's in that range, kind of right there with Derrick Henry. Exactly. Between those two, the same spot. Between Marlon Mack and Derrick Henry, who would you rather have? Oh, I. I like Mac a little bit better than Derrick Henry. I think he's just got more talent there. I think he's just just a better running back than Derrick Henry. Yeah, and you know, and the Titans' defense allowed five point one yards per carry last week, mm-hmm. and you know that's a weird stat just because it was Week One. You don't really know what you're walking into. I think Marlon Mack is going to find success against the Titans. Yeah, I agree. How about Ty? Yeah, start? great question. He is a start. I'm definitely not even thinking about benching him. Yeah. Once again, he had such a good week one. I just don't think that's going to happen again for a while. The Titans are a really good defense. They have a really solid secondary. You know, I have, I have T.Y. Hilton, you know, once again, in the wide receiver twos. You know, I would start him without a doubt. I would definitely try to hamper my expectations. i definitely try to tamper that. We'll see. You know, I, I want to see him do it again. I think he will be successful. But it's a matter of how successful. I'm starting him. He should be good to go. We'll see how it turns out. Yeah, uh, I agree. Wide receiver two spot. Um, I don't think he's going to get two touchdowns this week. He's definitely not going to perform like he did last week. But I think he's going to be solid uh, in that position. Anyone else? No Adam Vinatieri? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I honestly, I would start at Vinatieri. I think this is going to be a slugfest between two teams. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to hope he figures his stuff out. I, I'd still take a chance on him. Um, but between the Colts and the Titans, who do you have? It's going to be a close game. It's going to be really close. I'm going to go with the Colts. Just just barely. It's going to be a very close matchup. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. I think the Colts are going to win. Um, probably, I'm going to guess by a healthy margin. I think the Colts are a much okay. better team than the Titans right now. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll find out uh, Sunday at noon. Moving along, we've got Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Houston Texans. This would be a good one. You know, I feel bad for the Jaguars having to face probably the two of the top offenses in back-to-back weeks. Yeah, <laughs> We'll see how it turns out. Um, I think the biggest matchup people are looking forward to are, you know, Jalen Ramsey versus DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I I still like D-Hop, obviously, he's a must-start. <laughs> but that's going to be, <laughs> surprise, surprise, that's going to be a fun matchup. Just any time a, a top receiver goes against Jalen Ramsey, it's fun. It's fun to watch because, seriously, it's a battle of the best. Yeah, no, those really are. You can make a good case for both of them being the number one option in the entire NFL. So I'm still firing up DeAndre Hopkins. Don't be too afraid. We'll see. You know, it's usually a duel, uh, but start your studs. That's my advice. Uh, yep. Other options with the, with the Houston Texans. I'm still starting Will Fuller. If he's Whenever he's healthy, I'm firing him up. Kenny Stills, you know, he's going to be more involved in the offense over time. I wouldn't start him. You know, if you have a roster spot you're trying to figure out what to do with, he's a fine stash because you really never know how long Will Fuller is going to be healthy. And I think I think Kenny Stills is a fantastic player. Uh, as far as the running game, Andrew, Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde, what are your fe- what are your feelings? I'm um, I'm not interested in starting him this week. Really, uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's got a great defense. I I'm very I'll be very hesitant if I about starting them. I wouldn't be too excited if I needed to play, play Duke Johnson or Carlos Hyde. Yeah. You know, I, I see what you mean. Um, you know, this is a tough backfield because we're still trying to figure out what they're doing. Uh, I do like Duke Johnson in this matchup. You know, the Jaguars do have a pretty strong line. Uh, so I think they're going to utilize the pass catching running back and Carlos Hyde is not good at that. So I think they're going to manufacture some touches for Duke Johnson you know, I'm not expecting a huge week. I have Duke running RB3, RB4 category. So I'd flex him, uh, but I wouldn't get too excited. Yeah, all depends on your lineup. What about the uh, Jaguars receiving core? You know, I'm excited about there. Yeah, I'm not excited. I'm hands off. If I have D.D. Westbrook, he's the only one that I'd want to have on my roster. Uh, but if he's on my roster, he's on my bench. So I want to wait to see how Gardner Minshew turns out before i trust any of these options they have a tough matchup you know texans are good they're no pushovers yeah. uh even though drew Brees carved them up i don't think gardner Minshew's the next drew Brees. i i'm just excited to see how he can play i love the name love the hair it's gonna be great it's yeah and if you have fournette you're starting him but other than that i, I don't think there's yeah. much fantasy relevance on this jaguars team until we figure out their real identity yeah hopefully fournette can can have a good game this week i still like the guy i still want him to perform like he did his rookie year but yeah he's a he's a must start as well 
Yeah. Uh, Texans, Jaguars, who do you got? Uh, I'm going Texans. Oh, that's weird. Team bandwagon yeah. goes to high flyers. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Texans. I'm with you. Go Texans. Yeah, I'm going to say by two touchdowns. By two touchdowns? Yeah, that's, yep. that's not outside of the realm of possibility. The the game. Okay. okay. Gonna, it's going to be close until about end of the third quarter. Then Texans are going to kind of pull ahead a little bit. Speaking of points with, or speaking of games with a point gap, let's go oh, towards the uh, New England Patriots versus Miami Dolphins. I just feel bad. I just yeah. feel bad for all the Dolphins fans. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good analogy for this one, but it's it's not great. This is going to be a tough game. You know, it's kind of like watching. It's David versus Goliath, uh, except David's looking the other way and Goliath is sneaking up on him. You know, you're. What's the meme when you're trying to warn somebody about something, but they have their, their AirPods in? It's like, watch out, the Patriots are coming. Yeah. Just, the poor Dolphins are looking the other way. They're just in a different world. All they're looking at is the 2020 draft right now. Right. Yeah, they're they're tanking, man. This is going to be a hard game to watch, but there will be fantasy football relevance. Uh, yeah. With the Dolphins, let's start with them because that one will be really easy to dissect. I'm not starting anybody. That's how easy it is. Boom. You got done. a Dolphins player on your team. First of all, why? Second of all, <laughs> get rid of them. Yeah, shame on you. Uh, and, yeah. yeah. The only questionable player that everyone has is Kenyon Drake. But he's just on such a bad team that you know, he can't he can't carry that team to victory. He just can't. No. No, I mean even fantasy football relevance. You know, I think they really yeah. are going to try to split the touches up between Drake and Balage. Uh, and it's not a very valuable backfield in the first place. Uh, and the team that's going to make some Dolphin sushi is obviously the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. The the problem I'm running into is, you know, with projections, there's going to be a po- there's going to be points in this game. Yeah. The hard part's figuring out where they're coming from. You know, I am really excited this week about Sony Michelle. He had an awful week one. I'm trying Super to buy low. Yeah, I'm trying to buy low on Michelle everywhere I can. People are really afraid of what's going to happen. But we've seen this before with the Patriots. You know, they're like a you know they're a high school girl. They're so emotional. They're back and forth. They're hot. They're cold. Sony Michelle's like that. There's going to be that ebb and flow. Legarrette Blunt was fantastic a couple of years back, purely because he scored so many touchdowns. Michelle is a much more talented back, and you know I think he has a great opportunity here. When yeah, the I, Patriots I are leading, there's opportunity. The issue is there's James White, there's James Burkhead, or uh, Rex Burkhead. Rex, yeah. Uh, I I like Michelle the most. I think he's going to have a great week. I'm expecting, you know, at least 60 yards and a touchdown out of Sony Michelle, if not better. Yeah, I would look at last week's performance against the, uh, the Steelers, and I would swap Michelle and Burkhead. I would say Michelle is the top running back. Uh, James White catching a lot of touch, or ca- catching a lot of balls, maybe a touchdown. <laughs> uh, and then Burkhead very very limited snaps yeah i'm starting michelle starting white not starting burkhead yeah uh let's let's talk about the elephant in the room here that's really rude antonio brown antonio brown man yeah once again this is a fantasy football podcast so we're not going to go into all the off-field drama going on uh yeah but when it comes to fantasy football what an embarrassment of riches you know you have Probably, I mean, I would make an argument for the best receiving corpse in the game. 
you know, you have Antonio Brown, you have Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman. This is a solid squad, Philip Dorsett. So the problem I'm facing is they're not, I'm not anticipating them using Antonio Brown that much. They don't need him. He's getting used to the system. Josh Gordon, you know, do they really want to expose him a lot in a game? They don't really need him. Julian Edelman, you know, it's kind of like close your eyes and throw a dart at a dartboard to see where it lands. Um, I'm starting everybody except Dorsett. You know, if I have Edelman, I'm starting him. Gordon, I'm starting him. Brown, I'm starting him. One of those guys is going to hit a big. I don't know how much he'll share the wealth, but one of those guys is going to have a huge game. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of like it. It's almost like the run game for the Patriots is you any and all of them could have a great game. You just don't know what to expect. You don't know who's going to be the top guy this week, but you don't want to take the risk and bench them just in case if they have that great game. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you drafted a Patriot. You knew what you're getting yourself into. The Dolphins don't, they don't care anymore. They're just going to let people score. So take your shot. College football, looking for the best quarterback (laughs) or any player in any position that they need to improve on. Uh, I think I can speak for the both of us. You know, I think we're both taking the Patriots. How can you not? (laughs) Yeah. You have to be a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to the bird off. The Arizona Cardinals face the Baltimore Ravens. Andrew, I know know you're a hardcore Ravens fan. You Mm -hmm. know, break down the Ravens offense for me. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback ever. I'm just kidding. That's what I've heard Uh, from you. He's great. He's great. I've been hyping this guy up all offseason. But I'm going to say the Cardinals do have a chance. If they pick up where they left off last game against the Lions, they look pretty good. Now, their defense needs some improvements, right? They gave up 385 passing yards last week. But I I think the Ravens still have a chance. Kyler Murray's kind of, you know, gears are turning. He's starting to pick it up a little bit. I'm still going Ravens, but yeah, I think Mark Ingram going to have another great game. The guy that I'm most excited for, though, Mark Andrews, because we saw last game against the Lions, TJ Hawkinson, he was the best player. He was the best player for the Lions that game. Mark Andrews is going to be really involved. If he plays, there's kind of questions about, you know, he missed practice on, you know, this Friday. I think he's going to play. It sounds like he's going to play. Any Raven you have, I think, is is a is a must start. But yeah. I am a little biased because I really like this team. So let's hear your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you're the longest tenured Ravens fan I've ever known. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Mark Andrews does have a foot injury. You know, it's not quite known the severity of it, but I think that will be hampering him at least a little bit. This will be an interesting game. As on the Ravens side of the ball, you're starting Lamar Jackson. You know, I think he's going to absolutely tear up this Cardinals defense. This Cardinals defense was awful last week. It's not going to get any better. They still don't have Patrick Peterson. You know, would I take a chance on Hollywood Brown? I wouldn't, but there's definitely upside there. I don't see the Cardinals scaring anybody. Um, Mark Ingram, I'm excited about. He's going to have a great game against the Cardinals. They're going to get him involved. And if Mark Andrews playing, heck yeah, I'd fire him up. Uh, You know, you pointed out earlier in conversation that the Ravens, you know, they... (laughs) They gave up, they had 385 passing yards last week. Um, and the Lions, TJ Hawkinson, 
you know, he destroyed the Cardinals last week. So yeah. if Mark Andrews can be even half of that, fire him up, man. Absolutely. That's why Mark Andrews is a free agent right now in your league. You got to pick him up. I we we haven't said this enough. He's I mean, this is the guy that I hope in our week two recap, we can say that guy was great. He's the guy that I was super excited about. Yeah, Nana Nana Boo Boo should have listened to us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, on, on Arizona's side of the ball, you know that's that's a classic Bryant sigh because I, I just don't know where mm-hmm. to start. This is still a team that's developing what their identity is. You know they struggled early last week because they were trying to be too clever. The coach even admitted it. You know he said in the post game conference he started out too cute, but when they started simplifying the game, that's when they got that's when they started making big strides, you know, focus on Larry Fitzgerald, make those, those short, strong plays. And that opens up the long game, which is what David Johnson scored on last week. So Kyler Murray, he'll struggle a little bit. The Ravens are notorious for crushing rookie quarterbacks. I'm not, I have, I have Murray outside my top 10 this week for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a perfect way of saying it. I would start somebody else over him if I have that opportunity. Uh, as far as the passing options, Larry Fitzgerald, top 20 quarterback. He's going to be the security blanket for this young quarterback. Um, other than Larry Fitzgerald, is there a wide receiver on this team that you're interested in? Uh, not to start. Uh, I still need to see more from Christian Kirk for me to make a decision on him. Um, you know, if, if he's on your bench, keep him there. I need to see more of him to see kind of what player he is and his connection to Kyler Murray. Yeah, David Johnson will be a great running back this week. Top 10 running back. He gets the work in the run game, pass game. He's valuable. He faces Mm -hmm. a tough test. Ravens are great. They're always a solid defense. But David Johnson will be able to put put it together. He'll be a top 10 running back this week. Uh, Cardinals versus Ravens. Who do you have? I got Ravens. Surprise, surprise. You know, you like Ravens as much as Edgar Allan Poe. I am right uh-huh. there with you. Baltimore Ravens, whoop, whoop. Next up, we have the LA Chargers versus the Detroit Lions. This will be an interesting game. I, I'm really excited about this one because the running game is so unique for both of these teams. Uh, let's start with the Chargers. Melvin Gordon's not in the picture. He's got to be mm-hmm. watching this game nervously. Austin Eckler crushed it last week. Oh, he, man, that was that was crazy. He blew everybody away. You know, everybody liked him going into the week. They didn't know what he was going to do, and he really blew away everybody's expectations. Um, If I have Eckler, he's a locked-in RB1 for me until Mm -hmm. Melvin Gordon comes back. But, no, I think he's full steam ahead. You know, the the Lions gave up 4.9 yards per carry last week. There's opportunity here. They will feed the Eckles. The Eckles. Yeah, I... I mean, he scored three touchdowns last week. He's not going to – I doubt he's going to do that again this week. But he's going to get the job done. He's going to be great. Definitely a must start. I would even consider Justin Jackson as a flex. Uh, that's – it's it, someone yeah. to consider. Okay. I mean, only 50, 57 rushing yards uh, last week. One catch for four yards. Not the best performance. But if you need someone in that flex position, I, I do like Justin Jackson. I still like them kind of sharing uh, sharing snaps. Man, you are on that hill all by yourself, but I love and support you regardless. Uh, the LA Chargers have a pretty damaged wide receiver core. 
uh, actually just receiver core in general. Mike Williams is questionable with a knee injury. I'm not mm-hmm. really expecting him to play. And if he does, it'll be very, very limited. Hunter Henry's out with a tibia fracture. So honestly, I think it's going to be Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. Those are yeah. the two people who they're going to funnel their offense through. And I'm trying to get a new nickname going for Austin Eckler. If he's, uh, you know, pestering is the Lions defense. No. Austin oh. Heckler. Because he'll be bothering like that. that defense all day. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Austin the Heckler Eckler. Uh, oh, yeah, no. and that's kind of how I project the Chargers offense to go. You know, uh, Keenan Allen, elite last week. He's a locked yeah. and loaded wide receiver Gonna one. Be elite again this week. Austin Eckler, fire him up. Outside of that, yep. I'm pretty weary. You know, I'd still start Philip Rivers if I need to. He'll be a solid option. You know, with Philip Rivers, he always has a pretty high floor, a pretty low ceiling. He's a safe option. Uh, on the on the Lions side of the ball, their running game is something that I am so sad about. This is probably the most disappointing backfield I've seen in a long time. Karrion Johnson's incredibly talented. C.J. Anderson is a guy. They're still they're splitting it almost exactly 50-50. Stop giving the ball to C.J. Anderson. Johnson yeah. is so much better. Well, and in an indirect way, Bill Belichick is directly responsible. You know, the head coach for the Lions, Matt Patricia, used to be a coach for Bill Belichick. Yeah. De- so defensive he- coordinator, I think. He picked up on those shenanigans, so unfortunately, uh-huh. they're sharing it between Carrion and CJ. So until that gets uh. cleared up, you drafted Carrion to be your running back one or your running back two. I think, unfortunately, he's a running back three or a flex until he demonstrates yeah. his value. It's um, sad. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. sad. As CJ Anderson, I wouldn't flex him. He's on the verge because he's going to have opportunity. Mm. But, you know, I'm... If I can avoid it, I'm avoiding it. If I have carry on, I might be forced to put him in my flex. Yeah. Yeah. You got to start carry on Johnson just on the off chance that he's going to have a great game. Right. And I'm expecting some points in this game. So I am, I am firing up Kenny Galladay. I think he's going to have a good week. Marvin Jones. I'd even fire him up. He had a really disappointing week one. Interesting. But you know, I think he's going to be more involved than people think. Danny Amendola, I think was an outlier. That, that, was, that was a fluke. That yeah, a, yeah, I, that was I, a big fluke there. I think good for him though. But. Yeah, he did it. So I give a lot of that production back over to Marvin Jones, T.J. Hawkinson. You know, I don't think he was on your team last week. He might be on your team uh, this week. Where would you rank him? Oh, I would, I would put him in probably top five this week. Tight ends, top five. So top would you? Five. There's, there's a great connection between him and Stafford. Wow. So after one week, you'd yeah. put him top five. Would you have him over Waller? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good question. Waller going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's close. It's close. Yeah. But yeah, I'll go, I'll go Hawkinson okay. over Waller. Yeah, that worries me a little guy. bit. You know, I, I am a big Waller guy. TJ Hawkinson scares me. Rookie tight ends scare me just in general. So I'm not saying it can't happen. But, you know, I have him on a couple teams. He's sitting on my bench because I want to see him do it again. If he does it again, I'll be much more on board with him. But it was week one. I don't want to overreact too much. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, These two teams, the Chargers and the Lions, who do you got? Ooh, I am going to go with 
the Detroit Lions on this one. Wow. All right. Well, this will I'm get interesting. It up. Yeah. I'm going with the underdog. Wow. Okay. A true Viking fan. I yep. am going for the Chargers. Bolt up. All right. Bolt up. The San Diego Chargers. Got a bolt. Uh, next up, we have the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. This is going to be an interesting game. I just realized I say that about every game, but that's because yeah. it's true. There's so much fantasy goodness in this game. A lot it's of mystery. It's, it's week two. We don't know what to expect, especially from these two teams. Well, and there's a lot of opportunity on both of these teams as well. So with the 49ers, the biggest headline, in my opinion, is you know Tevin Coleman getting hurt. So with Coleman out, Jarek McKinnon's out, all of a sudden Matt Burita, he's number one. He's back he, in the in the RB1 position. Yeah, he proved last year that he is a solid fantasy football option. And I'm starting him this week, no questions asked. You know, uh-huh. if you got him in the draft, you got him at a huge value. So I think you have, you know, a top 15, top 20 running back. And I think you got him for almost free. So he's fired up. The Bengals got ripped apart last week by Chris Carson. So fire yeah. him up. I'm excited about Burita. He's one of the people I'm most hyped on this week. Yeah, I put him in that RB2 uh, flex position. I think I think he's going to have a great week this week. Um, I'm not too excited about any other 49ers. Not sure about you. But... Yeah, George Kittle. Uh, I think Kittle's going to kill it. Um, you know, I once again, he's locked in. He's an elite tight end. He's a set it and forget it kind of player. Yeah. Uh, with the he wide had a receivers. Rough week last week, but. That's not his fault. That's the offensive lineman's fault for getting two holding calls in a row. Still right. Kind of upset about that. Yeah, and with the wide receivers, you know, I'm still trying to figure out how it plays out. Marquise Goodwin was mm-hmm. a non-factor. Dante Pettis, he's hurt. He's a non-factor. And Debo Samuel's still trying to figure it out. So I think Jimmy G. I'm not starting him unless I'm in a two QB league. I'm not expecting much from the air game. I think the offense uh-huh. is going to run through Matt Burita. Yeah, I agree. Burita and Kittle, top two guys. Other than that, I don't know. I wouldn't do anything with any San Fran players after that. Yeah, and moving on to the redheaded wonder, Andy Dalton and the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> this is uh, this is bizarre. Andy Dalton currently leads the NFL in pass attempts, or not pass attempts, passing yards, which is just hilarious and equally frightening. Even more impressive than passing attempts. Yeah, yeah. Um... You know, I don't know how to feel about this team. Joe Mixon's questionable. It looks like he will play this week. So if I have him, I'm starting him. If he yep. doesn't play, how do you have Gio Bernard ranked? I put him in that flex position. I'm not yeah. a big Gio guy, as we talked about last podcast, mm-hmm. but I, he's he's got the opportunity and he's got some talent to carry this team. Yeah, I like, obviously, Mixon's much better than Gio, but... If Mixon's out, I have Geo as a back-end RB2. Joe Mixon, if he starts, high-end RB2. We'll see. I don't think it's a great matchup against the 49ers. Um, and I think they're more excited about throwing the ball. You know, their new head coach, Zach Taylor, Zach Tyler. Yeah, he's a good job. so much more pass-focused than the Bengals have been in more than a decade. So, oh, man. Just it'll be funny. what's going to happen when A.J. Green comes back from injury with what this team is going to look like. You know, do you see a future where A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, and John Ross are the new Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup? Oh, wow. 
Uh, I could see a slightly less good version of that. Well, think of it this way. John Ross, speedster. Brandon yeah. Cooks, speedster. Yeah. Tyler Boyd, possession receiver. Cooper Cup, possession Cooper receiver. Mm-hmm. Robert Woods, number one for the Rams. A.J. Green, obviously a little bit better, but he's in that role for the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, I'm not expecting that level of production, but I think there are some similarities there, especially when A.J. Green comes back. I'm starting Tyler Boyd. I think he's going to be a focal point. I think Over last John week. Ross. Oh, gosh, by yeah, far. Absolutely. Yeah, I think last week was just bizarre in how that played out. Um, I would still start Ross. You know, he, he played well. I actually yeah. teased him quite a bit uh, in our <laughs> preseason uh, predictions. So I feel a little silly about that, but he played well. You know, his routes were crisp. He was fast. He he seemed he's to know what he was doing. Too. Yeah, he's, he's not a joke anymore. So I have to take him seriously. He's a flex. I'm not starting him any more than that until he proves himself. But you know, he should have some opportunities to run these guys down. Yeah, I like I like Boyd, Ross, uh, Mixon, and Bernard. I think they should all. Well, it depends on the Mixon situation. But if Mixon plays, start him. Tyler Boyd, start him. Ross, potentially start. Yeah, and if you're in a pinch for tight end, you know I I know you were teasing me about this, but I think Tyler I, Eifert solid option. I'm in disbelief with that. Uh, I still can't believe when you. Oh, anyway. He was he was involved last week. If you just lost Hunter Henry and you need a body to throw in there, tight end is not looking great this year. It's really uh, dried up. So if you need somebody, you just lost Hunter Henry. You're disenchanted with OJ Howard. Eifert, he's always involved. He just needs a chance for the red zone. Any game, he can make it happen. If you're going to throw a dart, might as well be for him. He's cheap. Uh, 49ers versus Bengals. Andrew, who do you got? Cincinnati Bengals. I am going to go the 49ers. 49ers with the best corner in the game. Best corner in the game, allegedly. His previous team, Seattle Seahawks, are taking on the disenchanted Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's turn that frown upside down. Steeler fans, what's your prediction for the Steeler offense? Uh, you got to start James Conner. Got to start Juju. I feel like they're going to have definitely a bounce back game for the Steelers. Uh, I think this is going to be a lot higher scoring than hopefully than last week. But I, I could see Conner and Juju both getting a touchdown. Um, anyone else on that team, Not a not a big fan of. Not, you know, I would be hesitant about Big Ben, be hesitant about Moncrief and all that. But yeah, yeah you know, I, like I, I think the Steelers are going to have positive or they're going to have uh, regression back to a more positive offense. You know, they just got destroyed last week and it was hard to see because they are such a talented team. Uh, like all the players you mentioned, I'm a fan of Dante Moncrief. It'll be interesting. You know, he had, I think, 10 or more targets last week. Didn't do anything with him. I'll be curious to see if the Steelers trust him and give him another chance. If he can convert even half of those, you know, he'll be a valuable fantasy football asset. Uh, I think the only other player you didn't mention that's worth consideration would be Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald didn't have a great week last week. Once again, tight end is ugly. Yeah. But I think he has a real opportunity. You know, part of the reason for the argument for Vance McDonald this year was the amount of targets he should get with everybody else leaving. If they don't trust Moncrief, 
who else do they have? <laughs> You're going to have to throw it to McDonald. So I think I think the Steelers are going to realize that they're going to incorporate tight end more, in my opinion. I'm much more optimistic this week with Vance McDonald, and I'm curious to see how they use that position moving forward. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Seahawks, this will be fun because I think they're going to have to throw. I don't think they're going to be able to run the game through Chris Carson like they would like to. So they're not I would going to run the ball through Chris Carson. They're going to throw the ball to Chris Carson. Yeah, no, they, they will definitely incorporate him. I still really like Chris Carson this week. Good call by Andrew. Uh, what's more exciting is the wide receiving options. You know, Tyler Lockett, two targets last week, one reception. Turns out it was for 40 yards and touchdowns. That worked out well for him. Would you trust him this week? I think he's going to get a little bit more targets. Like you said, it's going to be – the Seahawks are going to pass a little bit more. I could see him with a couple more targets, a couple more receptions. Uh, I actually don't have him scoring a touchdown this week, though. I got got, uh, DK Metcalf, Metcalf, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, I, I I got more yards, more receptions for Lockett. And I think I think you should start him. Wide receiver two, three, maybe flex. Yeah, no, I like that take. Um that was a really ugly game week one. Um mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. I have him as a wide receiver three this week. Please don't overreact to week one. I think he'll be a solid option moving forward. Uh DJ Metcalf is one of my personal favorite rookies coming into this year. He might be my favorite rookie coming into this year. Last week, honestly, if you could not see the names on the back of the jerseys and obviously the different body difference between Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, you wouldn't be able to tell who the Seahawks' number one wide receiver is. They really did feature DK as their number one receiver. So if he's available on waivers, please pause the podcast, go scoop him up. I think he's going to have a huge role moving forward. And it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, by the halfway through the season – DK is the number one. I think that's what they want to do because they know Tyler Lockett isn't a prototypical wide receiver one. He's been doing it, but I don't think that's the best use of his talents. He's much more Deshaun Jackson than he is AD Green. He's been doing it on a team that was lacking in wide receivers based on injuries and depth. Right, yeah, it was a beggars can't be choosers situation. So I'm really high in DK Metcalf. I would start him as a flex this week. And honestly yeah, i hold him too. and i'm hoping to eventually have maybe a wide receiver two in my hands oh wow yeah no i think i agree with you we both like dk a lot um i like Lockett as well i think both of them you should think about starting um yeah is there anyone else besides chris carson who's a must start yeah don't start rashad penny i still have a lot of people asking uh. me if he's worth you know, not only just a roster, or not just starting, but worth a roster spot. If you need to pick up another player like uh, Marquise Brown or a tight end replacement, I'd be fine dropping Rashad Penny. You know, they seem committed to Chris Carson and he's holding on to the job. So yeah. I would not start him. I would not even roster Penny if I could help it. Uh, you know, I think the only other player in question is Russell Wilson. You know, mm-hmm. he's pretty hit or miss. Uh, last week, he was a miss. This week, I think they're really going to need him to be more involved when they have more high-profile games, like against Packers or Patriots or Steelers. They need Russell Wilson to fully utilize his talent. I think they're going to lean on Wilson a little more this week. I would start Russell Wilson and feel pretty good about it. 
Yeah, I agree. This is going to be one of the better weeks for Russell Wilson this year. Seahawks versus Steelers. Who do you like? I'm really treading lightly on the Steelers after week one. Uh, So I'm going Seahawks. I like like to disagree with you, so I'm going to go Steelers. All right. All right, next I up. Like, I like when you disagree with me because I'm I'm usually right most of the time. I don't think that's true at all. We'll, America's we'll favorite game of the week, the Buffalo yes. Bills versus the New York Giants. Red, white, and blue. America's team. Uh, I'm actually really excited for this game. It's fun to tease me too. because people me really too. like these teams. But I like to see what they have. You know, we'll start with the Bills. Josh Allen, Last what you saw last week, I think that's Josh Allen. That's what yeah. you're going to get. He's going to make mistakes, but then he's going to have to save the game. So he puts up heroics. That was fun. You know, I, I like him. He is a gunslinger. He, he really takes a game upon himself, and he he wills it to happen. He's got a huge arm. I'm excited to see what the Bills offense can do. Let's start with, you know, I think this is going to be a breakout game for Devin Singletary, the running yeah, back for we- the Bills. We both talked about this without even planning it. We both predicted that Devin Singletary is going to have a breakout game this week. Right. And last week, I mean, you remember I was geeking out about him. I'm excited for him. He's still listed as the RB2 on the team behind Frank Gore. He's he's not. Yeah, that's just that's coach speak. That's Sean McDermott trying to prove that he's a veteran guy. Frank Gore might get the start. Devin Singletary will take over and be more effective in this game. The Giants got absolutely murdered last week by the Cowboys. And I'm not saying the Bills are the Cowboys, but I am saying the Giants do not have a very good defense. So yeah. I, I'm actually in this position where I'm starting Devin Singletary as a flex this week. Not because mm-hmm. I have to, but because I want to. You know, I think he's going to be able to get it done. I think he scores his first NFL touchdown in this game. Yep, I agree. Uh, this is going to be the game where he's going to, you know, next week we're going to look at the uh, depth chart. Singletary is going to be listed as the RB1. That's that's how well I think he's going to do this game. I I could predict 100 rushing yards and a touchdown. Wow, that's, that's, how, a take. that's how excited I am for Singletary this game. I hope that's what he does. Uh, one of my favorite players in the NFL right now is John Brown. You know, they call him Smokey. That's his nickname. I'm not just making that up because he's so I fast. I going to say Josh Rosen, but. Yeah, not my my favorite favorite Josh. Not my favorite Josh. Uh, I love John Brown this week. You know, Mm -hmm. I liked him last week. I liked him coming into the season. I have him, you know, being a high-end wide receiver three. Uh, Once again, if he's on waivers, please, dear God, get him. He's going to have a huge opportunity. You know, Josh Allen loves him. He has a huge arm, and he's going to target John Brown. John Brown had 10 targets last week. And yeah. he converted that into over 100 yards and a touchdown. The Giants are bad. They're a bad defense. And I think the same thing's going to happen this week. He's going to be heavily targeted. And any time he gets the ball thrown his way, he can break it for a long touchdown. He's like a more dependable Tyler Lockett, in my opinion, in this offense. Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah, he's, see that. he's Lockett uh, with more targets. I'll say it that way. I, I, It's kind of funny. There's four wide receivers whose last name is Brown that I've been – Keeping a close eye on this season. List him off. And he's one of them. AJ Brown, Tennessee Titans. Don't right? like that's, him. Yep. That, uh, we're starting at the the bottom. You know, okay. AJ Brown's something to keep an eye on. Okay. Antonio Brown, definitely. All who, eyes are on him. Who is he? Who's who is he? Is he a uh, this year? Wide receiver for the Raiders. Uh, I think. 
the Patriots. Got oh, it, that's got right. It, got it. Okay. Okay. Until until we get more news. <laughs> until he won't be in the NFL. Anyway, uh, Marquise Brown, and then John Brown, one one of them wide receiver for the Raider or for the Ravens. Marquise Brown, and then John Brown for the Bills. Hmm. I kind of like all of them. Yeah. No, you are a Brown it's, guy. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. If, if your last name is Brown and you're a wide receiver and maybe a rookie, then I like you. So Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, no, I'm really high in John Brown, not just season-wise, mm-hmm. but this week. So he's one of, the, yep. one of the players I'm really vaulting up my rankings. Other than that, I'm not that interested in really any of the other options in this offense. Josh Allen, no, two-quarterback league, I'm starting him. Yeah. But yeah, Singletary and Brown, those are my two go-tos. With the Giants, you know, we'll just stick to the players you have questions about. You're starting Saquon. You're starting Ingram. Ingram. They're both going to yep. be amazing. Eli Manning, Ingram I would not especially. touch with a 10-foot pole. The real question is the wide receivers. Sterling Shepard was ruled out with a concussion. So uh-huh. ugh, they don't have much. Ingram will oh, be the number Tate's one target. still suspended. Yeah. Yeah, it's looking ugly. So there's a ton of unknowns now. There's no wide receiver I want, or that gets a bump because of Shepard being out. But I, that just helps Evan Ingram. So Evan Ingram's going yeah. to, I think, realistically get 50, 50 uh, targets this week. I think the top two wide receivers this week for the Giants are going to be Evan Ingram and then Saquon Barkley. Yeah, and you can Honestly. you might even be able to reverse those Saquon yeah. and Evan Ingram. But it's, outside it's of those two, not interested in anybody else. Great game for those two. Yeah. Uh, out of these two, I'm going Bills. You can't see it right now, but I'm doing the Buffalo Bills salute. Who do you take? They have Bills have their own salute? You bet. Go Buffalo. Oh, you you got to teach me how to do that because I'm picking the Bills as well. Bandwagon Andrew. Next Man, up, what are you talking about? We have That's our a pretty favorite even, uh, based game on, uh, of the oh week. Boy. Get ready. Andrew and his Minnesota Ryan. weakling Vikings. Yeah. 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 The wimpy Vikings against the mighty Green Bay Packers. This is going to be so much against fun. The only scored 10 points Packers. I'm sorry. Uh, a win's a win. This is, this <laughs> is That was a win. This is fun. Both this teams is gonna be great. came off big defensive wins. Yeah. I would agree with you when I say the Vikings are the better defense, but Packers are not looking too shabby. Like you pointed out pre-notes or pre-show, everybody's going to be looking at Dalvin Cook and what he does. Uh-huh. He's going to be the X factor. I don't think the Vikings are going to be able to run it very effectively. The Green Bay Packers stopped Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery. They did not look good last week, but those are really good players. And the Green Bay Packers have not had a good defense in – what feels like a lifetime. So I think the Packers will be able to shut down Dalvin cook. I'm expecting less than 80 yards and maybe a touchdown if he's lucky. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think it's uh, cook's definitely not going to have as good of a game as last week. He's not going to have as many touches. Uh, it, I think it's going to be more of a shootout. I think it's going to be close to what last year's game looked like uh, when it ended in a tie. Uh, I think that you can expect great, great points, great points, great performance. <laughs> I'm so excited like football. that I can't talk. I think there's going to be a great performance from Thielen and Diggs. 
Uh, and then on the other side, Devonta Adams is going to have a great game. And MVS, Toronto, my just it's going to be a shootout. See, you're you're I'm getting trying. so excited, you're not going through paths of communication. I'm We're going to take it team by team, Andrew. So yes. Vikings, Vikings, Dalvin Cook. I'm I'm fading him. Do you like Dalvin I'm Cook going, this week? I'm going. He's going to barely break a hundred, but no touchdown. All right, cool. You said it's going to be a shootout. Um, yeah. Stefan Diggs. I am not digging it. I'm not you're, Team you, Diggs. You've never dug Diggs. Ooh, that's not good. Never dug Diggs. Uh, yeah. Adam Thielen, I love. I think yeah. he's going to have a pretty tough matchup, but I think Adam Thielen is a great player. That's who Kirk is going to target. I like Adam Thielen to be a top five, top eight wide receiver this week. Diggs, I think, will let you down. He has a history of doing that. Um, outside I got of those, him flex. But it could be there could be some bias from that's both fair. Of yeah, he's he's a fine flex. He's yeah, you don't draft him to be a flex, but I can see that. I Kyle got Rudolph at wide receiver one. He's it. It's Kyle. Yep, I love I, man. Yeah, but zero receptions last game. I uh, he might get two receptions this game for twenty yards. You're down on him. I don't think he got any receptions because they did not need him. I actually do like Kyle Rudolph this week. I like him to get a touchdown. You know, they're going to need to, they're going to need to throw more often. And the Packers are going to be so focused on Thielen and Diggs that I think Rudolph is going to have a real opportunity, especially. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, wrong. Yeah. I like Rudolph. I would stream him this week. If you are in the spot to do so. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Anybody else from the Vikings Kirk? I would not start him. Uh, it might yeah, be a shootout. I'm hoping it is, but I don't think Kirk is going to get the job done. You got to see what happens in the next couple of weeks with Kirk before you make a decision on him. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, really, I'm, really, not any other Vikings players that I'm super high on. Sure, Vikings defense. Yeah, would you, would you start the Vikings defense? Not because I think they're going to get a lot of points, <laughs> but because I'm biased. Yeah, you like starting losing defenses. Um, I, I like so, I like starting defenses for teams that I root for, which is just the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, On to the winning team, Green Bay Packers. I'm excited. I think this will be a here. really good test. Their Vikings defense is not as good as the Bears defense. There's no Khalil Mack. The, there is a big question mark. David Bakhtiari is questionable. He's questionable, been dealing with yeah. some back issues going into this week. I think that's going to be the X factor. Left tackle in the game. That's debatable. I I like where you are with that, though. Um, If he plays, this Green Bay offense is going to struggle. If he or if he uh, does not play, they'll struggle. If he does play, that's great for the Packers. Obviously, Uh, I'm starting Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people are fading him. I don't think he'll finish the week as the number one. I think he'll be fading him because of last week's performance going up against another good defense. He's gonna he's gonna have a lot better game this week. Yeah, he's at Lambeau. He it's a start. He does well against the Vikings when it's a shootout. I'm starting him. Start your studs. Don't overthink it. Devontae mm-hmm. Adams has a really tough matchup against Xavier Rhodes, but historically, Devontae Adams has won that matchup. Uh, Adams had a really rough week last week. I can see it going either way. You know, I can see Adams struggling again, but you know, I'm going to be a little optimistic. I'm going to say 60 yards and a touchdown. We'll see yeah, how that turns you wanna, out. You don't want to like 
bench him if he's going to have a good no, week. No, like, don't the, bench the, him. His nope. upside is way too good for you to put him on a bench. Right. Um, I MVS, I, I want to wait and see. Yeah, uh, I, I, th- I wouldn't start him. He'll be good in NFL football. I would not play him in fantasy football. Same goes with Geronimo Allison. You should not have Geronimo Allison on your team. Uh, I think he'll be good enough to elevate Aaron Rodgers. I'm not starting yeah. Jimmy Graham. How do you feel? No, I think last year was or last game was a fluke as well. I mean, he's. I can see him getting a couple more touchdowns this season. I can't see him getting a touchdown against the Vikings here. Right. So I, definitely fading on him. Yeah, you'll be um, playing whack-a-mole with him all season long. He'll score a touchdown, mm-hmm. you'll start him, he'll disappear. And as soon as you don't start, start him, he'll score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, run game. Packers run game. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Than I do. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of how it's going to turn out. I am afraid of the whole Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones timeshare. Vikings defense is formidable against the run game. And I don't know if Aaron Jones has it all together right now. I do like him season long. I do like him against easier matchups. I'm flexing Jones this week if I have the luxury to do so. I know a lot of people don't. I'm not benching him, but I'm not expecting a huge game. I'm not expecting yeah. a good game from Aaron Jones. I agree. Couldn't have said it any better. Flex position. I'm really fading on Aaron Jones, but... You know, it, it it's he's going up against some tough defenses. Like he's this is not going to be what he's going to be like for the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, I think I can speak for the both of us. We agree on a lot of things, including this game. Green Bay Packers. Both of us vote. No. Next up, we have no, 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 no. We both <laughs> we kind of both agree of how the game is going to go. Oh, I'm just we definitely teasing. disagree on outcomes. <laughs> I. I, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a really close game. It's the one I'm most excited for. I put a little joke in here about don't start the kickers. Uh, Funny. Last, last season. Yeah, but good one. Uh, I'm obviously going Vikings over this, over the Packers. But it's going to be the most exciting matchup of the week in my head because well, – I think in real life too. Yeah. yeah. No, it's going to be up there. You're going Vikings, Skull, yep. I get it, whatever. I'm oh, going yeah. Packers. Go Pack Go. They're going to win, and I will laugh at you next week. The next oh. matchup we have is the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington Professional Football Franchise. <laughs> this will be interesting. You know, Cowboys were fantastic last week. Every yeah, part of their game, the running, throwing, even defense, they, they yeah. showed up to play. As far they, as the playmakers on the Cowboys, I'm firing up everybody. It's them and the Seahawks in my head is the the best all around NFL team. In Did you say the Seahawks? Yeah, I could not disagree with you more. Yeah, Seahawks. Um, okay, and yeah. Then the Patriots. But that's okay. Wow. We'll all right. Um, yeah, Cowboys. it's a different day. Cowboys. Six Cowboys. Yep. Maybe I'd we can st- talk about this right after we turn. Uh, right I'd after start return. everybody. I'd start Elliot. I'd start yep. Gallup, Cooper, Dak. Yep. 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 Um. Nothing crazy there. I'd even start Witten if I needed a tight end. Oh. On the Washington side of the ball, we'll see. You know, they started out hot last week. Case Keenum apparently knows how to play football again. Yeah. When he's hot, he's fine. Uh, I would not start Keenum. Uh-uh. I'm curious There's to one, see. Their one run player. game is going to be struggling. They're, I, th- 
I predict they're going to fall behind relatively early. So they're, they're going to try to run it with AP, but they're not going to be able to do that for a long stretch of time. I would not start AP this week. I would start Chris Thompson. You know, he yep. he's one of those one underrated running backs. Probably one of the, the most underrated of all time. He gets it done. When he gets the opportunities, he does a lot of damage, both PPR and standard. You know, he's really effective. Yeah, we can look at the stats from, from last week when he I mean, he didn't really play a full game because Geis was, was playing most of the time. 10 rushing yards, that's not great, but <laughs> seven receptions for 68 yards, 68 receiving yards, that's good. I mean, that's what you want in a running back. You want someone that can catch. Chris Thompson, man, he's I got him in that flex position. I actually have him in the flex position on my team. So he's the guy... The only guy really on the Redskins or the Washington professional football franchise, you, can say, <laughs> you bigot, uh, that that will perform fantasy wise this week, or yeah. that I would be comfortable starting. People should uh, pay attention to Terry McLaurin, or as I like to call him, Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Yep. You know, he's a rookie. He was looked way more mature than I expected last week when he absolutely crushed it for over 100 yards and a touchdown. He's their number one receiver. It's horrifying, but it's true. I mean, yeah. other than him, it's Paul Richardson. <laughs> that's that's not good. So scary Terry, but uh, I really like him. He was one of my top waiver wire ads this week. Yeah. If you need a wide receiver three or a flex, I'd throw him in there. You know, I think. They're going to need to sling it, and the number one option on this team will hold value. So something yeah, to keep kinda, an eye on. I have him on that same level with all those with most of those Browns that I was talking about. It's if you need to start a player like that, you, I would be happy putting him in. Definitely someone that you need to keep an eye on because they can be great later on in the season. Right. Yeah, and I mean, there's going to be points scored in this game from Washington. It's just a matter of figuring out figuring Someone, out who. Yeah. My money is on McLaurin and Chris Thompson. Maybe Jordan Reed because he's out. Yeah, that's a good point. So, Would you start Vernon Davis? No, I need to see more out of him. Hmm. Like, I just. Yeah, I would. I'd start Davis. Uh, whenever Reed is out and Vernon Davis plays, Davis is fantastic. You know, he has a, a really good record of when he's the number one, he gets fed. The Washington really does feed their tight end position. And Vernon Davis, you saw last week, he has still got the juice. He can it still make fun. it happen. It was fun. I still needed the, I I just don't think he's going to be consistent enough. Yeah. It, it doesn't take much to be a good tight end in this day and age. Yeah. I think at the very least, he can match what the tight end seven or eight is doing. So okay. I think I like him a lot this week. You know, if you are in a bind, you had Hunter Henry, pick up yeah. Vernon Davis. I'm a, I'm a fan this week. I wouldn't be really against him, but he's not my favorite tight end out there. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, Cowboys versus Washington. Who do you Cowboys. got? Cowboys. Cowboys. Yep. No I'm with you there. Yeehaw. Next Yeehaw. up, we have the Chiefs versus the <laughs> Oakland Raiders. Has anybody had a sadder offseason than the Oakland Raiders? It was pretty sad. Yeah. Well, they but has anyone had a more exciting week one win than the Oakland Raiders? Almost everybody that whole, else. That whole team was fired up after that win. The whole fan base. That's because they forgot what it felt like. 
they forgot what it felt like. And honestly, I I like this matchup. Yeah, I, mean, I we'll, do too. I like we'll get into them. the result. We'll get into the result later of our predictions, but I I do like the Raiders in this game. Yeah, well, let's start breaking down the Chiefs. You're starting yeah. Mahomes, easy. Sammy Watkins was incredible I would, last week. I would start him. He's my fancy football kryptonite. I've had him every year up until this year. I don't have any shares of good. Sammy, and he crushed uh-huh. me. So uh-huh. I'm supporting him. Funny. He's my boy. Sammy Watkins, he's a wide receiver yeah. one. Fire him up, at least until he I like the lizard man. I like the lizard man as well. The lizard uh, man. You, you put him as, you got to start him. Yep. Travis Kelsey, locked and loaded, the number one tight end option this week. Uh, I'm starting Damian Williams as a RB2. LaShawn McCoy, I'd put as a flex. If you really need someone, you can can put him in as a flex. Yeah, I'm not that big of a fan of of the split shares in -hmm. running backs, but I I think they're one of one of the best duos out there. yeah, you gotta you gotta start Damian Williams, Lashawn McCoy. A little hesitant about. I would look to see if you need to put someone in that position. Lashawn McCoy will be fine, but I would like to see what he can do if he can stay consistent with those numbers, and then I'll make my decision. Yeah, no, I I feel you there. Anybody else on these Chiefs team that you'd be interested in? Uh not, not really. Just I, I guess my question for you is, Watkins. so the number two receiver for the Chiefs, McCole Hardman, do you think he's worth you know, a, a roster spot while you figure out how the targets get broken up? They did draft him to be the next Tyreek Hill. They drafted him when they were kind of a, a storm cloud over Hill's head in the offseason with the whole uh, allegations. Yeah. So he's that prototypical speed guy. You know, They drafted him. He's a very similar player to Tyreek. Yeah, I I would keep an eye on him. I I would maybe think about picking him up if you're short on receivers. Uh, you know, if you got a player who laid a fat goose egg last week, you know, maybe consider dropping him. And you know, like someone like Corey Davis, like if you had like Corey Davis on your team, maybe think about swapping him out. Yeah, yeah, but, he has a lot of upside. Hardman yeah. played fifty three of fifty nine snaps after Tyreek Hill's injury in Week One. He, he needs to be really owned. Be upside. Yeah, yeah, he should be owned. I'm not starting him, but I am curious to see how they utilize him moving forward. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, I think that sums them up. With the Raiders, yeah. there's a lot of fantasy goodness here. A lot of people Honestly, expected them to suck. Oh, I'd love I this I don't think team. they do. You know, uh, Andrew, break it down, man. I think almost every star player on the Raiders, you got to start this week. Raiders are going to fall behind a little bit. They're going to be throwing the ball. I like Derek Carr. Again, there's a lot better quarterbacks than Derek Carr. But if you're... Eh, Would you start tough. Russell Wilson or Derek Carr? Oh, no. Oh, no. You <laughs> hit me with tough questions. Uh, Russell Wilson going up against the Steelers. Derek Carr. I'm, I'm going to go Derek Carr. I know Russell Wilson does have a pretty good record against uh, you know, high offense teams, high scoring teams. But I, I like where Derek Carr is at right now. I like his connection to my must-start player of the week, Tyrell Williams. I really, it, I think there's something special there. You don't need Antonio Brown. We talked about this in the, uh, I think we talked about this in the week one preview. 
Tyrell Williams is great. He's a great wide receiver. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, settle down. You were more excited <laughs> about Tyrell Williams than I was. At the I beginning never of the said... Flip. Yeah, no, no. I never said he was a great player. Hold on. He, you you might have said good. Don't mess up my words. He you is a great fantasy good. football option. He is not a great. He's not a great player. I like him a lot. I'm yeah. definitely starting Tyrell Williams. I think he's mm-hmm. a wide receiver two, late a uh, uh, back end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver a, three. I got a mid wide receiver two. Yeah, and you know what? I I can't I can't knock you for that. You know, I think that's a good yeah. spot for him. You know, you're firing up Josh Jacobs. He was yeah. so good last week. Great I think game. he'll. I think he'll eat this week too. You know, they're going to incorporate him quite a bit. Darren Waller, we're both huge fans of. Um, He's going to be involved. They're going to feature him. So he's going to get the targets. He'll have production. I don't know if he'll Mm -hmm. score, but he'll be involved enough where you want him on your team. Uh, I am with you, Tyrell Williams. He'll be solid. He'll be really good. I do want to point out, I don't think he's an amazing NFL player. I think he's a good uh, fantasy amazing fantasy player. Okay, no, he's not an amazing <laughs> fantasy football player. He is. All right, anyway. He is, according to week one stats. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I like no, I Bottom like the... line, start, start Ty- Tyrell Williams. He's going to have a good game. Okay, I'm with you there. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs versus Oakland Raiders. I'm Team Chiefs. It sounds like you might feel differently. It's going to be closer than some people think, but I'm going Chiefs. Going they're with just, the Chiefs. They're, they're just too good. I hope we're both I, wrong because that would be Chiefs, fun. Chiefs is going to win the game. Raiders are going to win our hearts. That's weird <laughs> oh, to say. That, the, that was that the well win hearts, I like but, it. Yep. Yeah. They raided our hearts. I like that. Yeah, It's going to be a team people are just going to kind of want to win when they're watching. They're like, man, if they can just score one more touchdown just to keep the game close. But mm, I'm Chiefs. with you. Chiefs. I think they're going to get curb stomped, but I'm going Chiefs. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Chicago Bears. Bears against the Denver. Hey, you, you what happened it. to our franchise Broncos? These are Both two very sad teams right now. Um, yeah. Bears came off a really painful loss. A lot of questions on their offense. I'm less I'm sorry sad I'm laughing. about the Bears. It's just, I, if I was a Bears yeah. fan, I'd be less sad than if I was a Broncos fan. Yeah, I'd be more mad. But, yeah, Bears, they struggled last week. Um, the Packers, did their defense did play well, but I wouldn't say they're elite by any stretch. You know, their their weapons look good. Allen Robinson looked great. I think I think he's a mid, mid-range wide receiver too. But yeah. I, I'm not sure about Mitch Trubisky. You know, when he's on, he's on. Last week he looked off, and I think way off. I think the Broncos are going to be able to harass him enough where he's not going to be able to find his mojo. So I'm I'm not that high on the passing options this week. I think if there are fantasy points to get out of this Bears offense, it's going to be Tariq Cohen or David Montgomery. I if you listened to last episode, or I guess two episodes ago, you you heard my frustration about how much I like David Montgomery and they just didn't utilize him, I'm really hoping that's going to change this week. I, I want Montgomery to run the ball a lot more. Cohen can stick with catching the ball, but I want Montgomery to be way more featured. But until I see him get featured, I'm very hesitant about starting him. 
Yeah, I would flex Tariq Cohen this week. I think he's going to have value, especially in PPR. Even if he doesn't produce a lot of yards, his reception total will be valuable in and of itself. But I would flex Cohen. Montgomery, I'm going to leave on my bench until he proves he gets more involved. Uh, Unfortunately. Yeah, no tight end. Trey Burton's hurt. It does not look like he's going to play again. I'm not interested in really any other options on this Bears offense, at least until they prove it to me. Yeah, like Anthony Miller, I like him. I'm not going to start him at all. You just just can't. Not with Trubisky in the form that he's in. Yeah, and I think we can uh, transition over to the least exciting team, in my opinion, the Denver Broncos. I was going to disagree, but then I couldn't think of a team that was was worse. Like, they're not... Wow. They're not horribly bad, but they're they're just not nobody's excited to go to go to a Bronco yeah, like, game. <laughs> like there's a couple teams where I would say like, you know, oh the Redskins, but no, Case Keenum's been actually exciting to yeah. watch. The Dolphins, That's they're so dope. bad it's fun to watch. They're yeah. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> so much fun watching other teams play against the Dolphins. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Broncos win that award. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, the Joe only Flacco. That they're going to win this season. Yeah, Joe Flacco. I'm not starting. I don't have a whole lot of optimism for him. Bless his heart. He's I a Super Bowl champion. Joe Flacco in four years. I kind of forgot he was in the league, but yeah. Joe Flacco. I'm not starting. Not even in a two back, two quarterback league. Uh-uh. I think the only question. I think there's two spots on this roster you have questions about. Uh, mm-hmm. One is Emmanuel Sanders. Yay or nay? Um, uh, I'm gonna go nay this week. <laughs> <laughs> that was a struggle because I like yeah. I like I'm gonna go nay this week. It's against the Bears defense. Yeah, no, they shut down Aaron Rodgers, and although I know you feel like Aaron Rodgers and Joe Flacco are the same tier of quarterback, you know I They're think close. I think they I think Flacco is gonna struggle. I mean, they each won a Super Bowl, so yeah. No, I can see a world where Khalil Mack hits him so often that Joe Flacco just walks out the field, gets in his car and goes home. I could see that. I could, I could honestly see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sanders is the only questionable yeah. person I have on the Broncos. Cause I, neither of us are fans of the Broncos run game. Yeah. Uh, Sanders is a talented wide receiver. So even though I do tease, you know, he's a wide receiver three or a flex I would not expect a whole lot out of him. Yeah, but it's, it's he's a fine of, option. It's not him being a good wide receiver. It's the team that he's on. It's who's throwing to him. It's the offensive line that's giving the quarterback time to throw to him, and it's the defense that he's going up against. It's just the the position that he's in. It's just not not good. Right, and I don't much. want Cortland Sutton. Nobody else on this team excites me as far as a running yeah. game. Uh, you know, I think. They're right about tied with the Buccaneers for most disappointing backfield, as well as the Lions. I, I hate timeshares. I understand how it makes sense in NFL From a football. Fantasy perspective it crushes hearts, and it's 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 really crushing the Broncos right now. You don't know who to start. You know, a lot of people drafted Lindsey to be an RB two, uh, if not higher, for their team. Yeah. He's not. Ooh, he's not going to get it bad. done. I'm not expecting him to light up the Bears. I, if you can help it, I'm not starting him. If you yeah, have if you to, he's to a start, flex. Don't start him at all. Yeah, if you have to play him, he's a flex. I would avoid him at all costs. Uh, Lindsey, I think, is the better of the two, but they're both off my starting lineup. 
Yeah, so you would start Lindsay over Freeman. I would start Lindsay over had Freeman. Yeah. Gun to my head, I would take Philip Lindsay. But once again, I'm not starting either option if I can help it. Yep. Uh, these two teams, you know, I'm taking the Bears. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. All right. We only have a couple more games here to preview. Next up is, I think it'll be the most exciting game of the week other than Viking Packers. New Orleans Saints take on the LA Rams. Talk about offensive showdown. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, we've talked about the the Rams having the best receiving core of the game. Saints, they I mean, they got a great quarterback, great runner back, great receiver. And they're they played really well against the Texans, in my opinion. This is gonna be, like you said, one of the most exciting games to watch this week. Yeah, so let's break down the Saints first, because it'll be easy. Okay. Thomas, start. Kamara, start. 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 Latavius Murray, I'm not starting. Um, if you have to, he's a he's a fine flex. But yeah. I think last week was not what he's going to do normally. He got really lucky. Yeah, lucky we talked about fair. Yeah, I don't he, think that was got a good break. because he's amazing. So I'm benching him. I'm not flexing him. I'm not starting him. If I can help it, he's on my bench. Uh, Michael Thomas, obviously a start. Do you have any yep. interest in, you know, either Jared Cook, who Jared had a Cook. horrible week one, or Traquan Smith? Uh, I like Traquan Smith more than I like Jared Cook. Um, neither of us are, have been that excited about Jared Cook this season. Here's, um, a, here's a question for you, Andrew. Yeah. Traquan Smith, would you start Traquan in what I expect to be a shootout, or would you start Hollywood Brown? No, see that. Here's the issue with that question: is you know how much I like the Ravens. Uh, that's a that's a tough one though. Okay, what about Terry McLaurin? Oh man, I would go. I would still go Terry. I'll go yeah. scary Terry. I go scary Terry. Okay, yeah. Interesting. I, Traquan is is one of those players where I do like him and I like the opportunity that he has. I think he's going to be involved a lot in this offense later on in the season. But that's later on in the season. I'm going to yeah, give it agreed. a little bit of time for him to earn that spot. Jared Cook, however, I just I I just don't think he's a top tier tight end. Yeah, no. especially this season. I just I can't. Yeah, it, Jared Jared Cook is a no question. I'm going to hold off from starting him. Traquan is a, you know it all depends on your team, but I. I wouldn't start him this week, even though it will be in our prediction a shootout. Yep, agreed. Uh, I would not start Drew Brees either. You know, I'm. They're just. I, they're going to funnel the offense through Kamara. If I don't need to start Brees, I'm not going to start Brees. Yeah, yeah, I I could agree. I mean, he's going to get some points for your fantasy team if you start him. You're not nice, going to be nice analysis. I don't think you're going to be that upset if you if you start him, but. <laughs> He's not exciting. He doesn't have that upside like he did a couple years ago. Yeah, that's true. I really like yeah. your your safe analysis with some of these. Yeah. <laughs> he'll Listen, he'll get if, points. He'll get points. Will he be happy or sad? It uh, might be in the tens. Might be might, in the twenties. You'll Could feel things. You'll feel things. Uh, Maybe it'll be an odd number or an even number. <laughs> Who knows? But, but you know the the thing about that is I'm gonna never be wrong. That's true. That's true. I'm always right if I make those predictions. That's true. 
Yep. Uh, on the other side of the ball, in less maniac analysis, with uh-huh. the Rams, I'm expecting the Rams to return to their normal selves. I think the Saints do have a solid defense, but I think Goff is going to get back on track. They're going to run the offense through what I expect to be Woods, Cooks, and, you know, Cup. You know, Cooks is going to want his revenge game. So even though it's completely narrative driven, I really like Cooks for a touchdown this week. Yeah, I got uh, I got Cooks with the most yards this week. I got Cup with the most receptions and Woods kind of in the middle there. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Woods. Yeah, I like Woods the I most. Like Woods the most, exactly. Yeah. Jinx, Omiyasota, but I think Cooks is going to have the better game. Cup's going to get the most receptions. Cup, you got to start him if you're in a PPR league. I love this guy. Yeah, I think Robert Woods is in the top 12 category. Uh, Brandon Cooks, top 12 category. Cooper Cup, top 20. You know, I, I'm really expecting a lot of offensive production from this Rams team. Uh, it gets a little more murky when you get to the running back between Todd Gurley and Malcolm Brown. You know, yeah. I think it was really unfortunate the way it played out last week. This is going to be more of a timeshare that people expected. I think they're kind of following the rest of the NFL and realizing a timeshare is better for the players. Not for fantasy football, so that's a that's a tough disconnect. But mm-hmm. Malcolm Brown scored two touchdowns. One of them was Malcolm Brown's. The he earned it. That one makes sense. But another one was just a matter of game flow. You know, it just that's the way it happened. They didn't purposely bring Todd Gurley out for Malcolm Brown to run it in. That yeah, it very good. easily could have been Todd Gurley, and arguably should have been Todd Gurley. Yeah, so we we said it last week or last episode. Any other day, that could have been Gurley running both those touchdowns in. Yeah, I mean, 12 to 15 touches for Todd Gurley is a top 10 running back, in my opinion. If people are freaking out about Todd Gurley, I'd buy. You know, I know a lot of people are nervous about his knee. They're nervous about the timeshare. This is a really good offense, and Todd Gurley is a really good running back. So even though he's not getting the work you're accustomed to, he was so far and away the best running back in football when he got that huge workload even with a lesser workload he'll be a top flight running back yeah so i'm not starting malcolm brown i am starting todd Gurley. what do you think yeah i would think about flexing malcolm brown just because of the touchdown opportunities that he's getting uh a must start maybe a flex two but again a lot of these players that we're talking about where we're trying to decide, do you start and do you not? I like to just kind of wait and see, but I, I would consider him as a flex two yeah. spot. Uh, I've Goff as a top 10 quarterback. I don't expect you to disagree. Um, yeah. Saints versus Rams. This might be the toughest game to predict. Oh, I was not prepared to predict this game. I didn't even think here. Do you want me to go uh, first? Yeah, go for it. I predict the New Orleans Rams to win this game. Well, that didn't help. <laughs> I was going to – I'll go with the Los Angeles Saints then. <laughs> I was going to say you, you were going to make it easy for me because I would just go the opposite. Uh, I know. But, uh, no, I don't make things easy, I'm, Andrew. That's what I do. I'm going, I'm going Saints. You're going Saints? Uh, yeah. You know what? I think I'm with you as much as it pains me. I I – don't like cheering for the Saints, but I'm going to predict them winning. Who dat? Next up, dat? we have the Philadelphia Eagles against the yeah. Atlanta Falcons. The Battle second the Bird Bowl of the day. Yeah. Bird Bowl, I Bird like Bowl? that. Yeah, oh, that sounds Battle good. Of the birds. 
Which one sounds? I like Battle of the Birds better. I like Bird Bowl. Bowl, although it does sound like something you get at Chipotle. Uh, it it does. You know, let's start with the Eagles here. Yeah, they they looked off their game last week until about the third quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, let's start with quarterback Carson Wentz. I don't know how he's not a top four, top three quarterback this week. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, that's great. The Falcons look so bad at defense. <laughs> yeah, the scoreline last week did not reflect how the Falcons played. I really hope it's a closer game. I really hope that I don't hope that Philly drops down to Falcons level. I hope Falcons bump it up to the Eagles level. Yeah, and I, I just hope it's going to be a, a better game for the Falcons than last week because they they need it. They got some great players that I hope do well. But yeah, let's let's stay on track with the Eagles. Yeah, I think Deshaun Jackson, you know, going into the season, nobody really knew exactly what to do with him. You know, he's a 32 year old yeah. wide receiver <laughs> who historically has caused headaches for fantasy football players. Uh, I don't know how you cannot be drooling about this matchup. Uh, oh, I, I am drooling. I think there's a chance that. he lets you down. Uh, I think expectations are sky high for him now, and it's a trademark Deshaun Jackson to just burn you and your fantasy football team. But that's narrative driven. That's not fact driven. So yeah, you know, I think he's a wide receiver three. Um, I think I agree. I'm yeah, completely blinded by his upside. Yep, I take a chance on him. Alshon Jeffrey, I think, is a really solid back end wide receiver two high end wide receiver three yeah, i think he'll, I gotta, be, he'll be involved a little higher, a little I higher. Think he's gonna be more involved this this week than than last week okay. i like i like jeffrey the most i yeah. like him over deshaun jackson i think jeffrey's gonna have a better game than deshaun jackson so i got him at that mid wide receiver two okay yeah i i like the take Zach Ertz, you know, you're starting, no questions about it. When it comes to running backs, is there a piece of this running back core that you want? Uh, It's the same thing as the Bears. I like Miles Sanders a lot, and I think he's the future, but he just doesn't get the touches. I, Darren Sproles, he had a good week last week. Jordan Howard, I... I just don't... (laughs) I don't like it, and I, I don't like that situation enough for me to feel confident to start any of them maybe maybe flex darren darren sproles but hmm. i just yeah i i it's the splitting splitting snaps splitting shares is really mess with my head it really makes me upset yeah doug peterson does not care about your fantasy football team um he he loves to rotate them through there does not seem to be a rhyme or reason to it it's pretty frustrating if i had to choose one it'd be darren sproles i think yeah. this is going to be a pretty pretty quick pace game and it's pretty obvious that darren sproles is the running back that doug peterson trusts uh and he's the most versatile you know he can run it between the tackles uh and he can catch i'd say better than anybody else on the team so yeah, he's, he's the best yeah catching running back for sure if i can avoid it i'm not starting any eagles running back if i have to i'm going sproles sproles over anyone yeah would you do miles sanders no. over jordan Howard? Okay. Oh yeah, Miles Sanders over Jordan Howard, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I would not start Miles Sanders. Um, you know, I think that sums up the skill players for the Eagles that we're interested in. Atlanta Falcons. You know, they looked rough last week against the Vikings. They did come alive late in garbage time. The Vikings kind of let them have it. Yeah, garbage uh, is the key word on that. Yeah, I would start Matt Ryan. 
you know, he yeah. he was fine last week. I think he'll be it wasn't good, a good this game, week. But it was decent for fantasy. Right. Honestly. I mean yep. three hundred yards, two touchdowns, it did through two interceptions, but yeah, no, I it think it wasn't actually that bad of a performance. Yeah, he'll be good this week. Julio Jones, fire him up, locked and loaded. Calvin Ridley, you're starting him. Yep. Austin Hooper, you know, we got in an, not an argument. We got in, we had a it heated a conversation. It was, I mean, what's new? Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, Hooper is involved enough where I wouldn't tease you for starting him, but you know his involvement so far this season has been. A little bit of a mystery. I think he got a lot of kind of gimme yards last week. You know, the Vikings mm-hmm. did, they literally let him get those. They wanted him to run down the clock. So he was uncovered in the middle of the field, wide open. You see that as his talent. I see that as purely game opportunity. He's going to have some weeks where he scores touchdowns. I don't expect this to be that week. I'm not starting Hooper if I can help it. I I like Hooper a little bit better than players like I like him better than Vernon Davis, Jimmy Graham, uh, Jason Witten, Tyler Eifert. But I think he, I think he's on the same level to me as Greg Olson, hmm. where even though Greg Olson just had a great game, but I think he's kind of on that level. Okay. Where he's borderline start, but I, I do, I do like him a lot better than you. Yeah. I agree. I don't think he's getting a touchdown this week. I've, uh, but I've, uh, I've got Jason Witten and yeah. Vernon Davis ahead of him. I, I would okay. say I have Vernon Davis way ahead of him. I think he's a, a much more solid play than uh, than Hooper, just because Vernon Davis is so much more involved. But agree to disagree, my friend. I see yeah. where you're coming from. Run game is where I think we're going to have the, the toughest spot to figure out. It's Yeah, it's kind of sad yeah. still. It's ugly. I love Devontae Freeman. I love him this year. Yeah. I think he's going to have a bad gonna, game. I think we're both going to agree on this, on what he's going to have a bad game. Yeah. I feel like you'd still need to start him. Yeah. No. And that's, that's something I'm looking at in almost all of my rosters because he's the person I have on most of my teams. He's going to have a rough week. You know, it's, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I don't think he's going to be extraordinary this week. I'm expecting 80 total yards, a touchdown if they involve him in the passing game. And if they get a lot of red zone opportunities, he could get a touchdown. That's in the realm of possibility. Um, There was more of a timeshare last week than I expected with Ito Smith. But I think that was just... I think it was because they were down by so much that they're like, let's just give him a shot. Yeah, I think they know... Kind of like when the Dolphins put in Josh Rosen. Yeah, they don't it, think Rosen is gonna ha- come back and win the game for him, but they're like, let's just play him. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think they know Devonte Freeman's injury history. They knew it was smart to take it out. Um, I think part of it was showing him: you fumble a ball, you get taken out of the game. So I'm not looking into it too much. A lot of people are overreacting about that. Here's mm-hmm. what I would do: if you do not own Devonte Freeman, take advantage after this week. Oh man. I'm not going to hope he has a bad game. If he has a subpar game, I'd go everywhere I could. I would try to trade for Devontae Freeman. Yeah. I, if, I'm really glad you brought that up because I was going to. Yes. If he does have a bad week, offer a trade. Yeah. You know, because if you're a Devontae Freeman owner and he has two really poor games in a row, you got to be livid. Like, because this is, this is a guy who you can expect to be 
starting every week, getting you points, maybe even winning you a couple of weeks. And if he's not doing that, you know, you're going to look for other options. Right. So if you have him, hang tough. It might be another yeah. rough week. I'm, not, I'm definitely not saying get rid of him if you have him on your team because later on in the season, he's going to be great. But yeah. just keep in mind. Yeah, this is a tough matchup for him. I'm not yeah. starting Ido Smith. Uh, I think that sums up yep. the skill players. Eagles, Falcons. I'm going Falcons. Eagles. Fly, Falcons, fly. Fly. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get some angry tweets from Philadelphia fans out there. Yeah, last, we're going to get some angry tweets because you said the New Orleans Rams. Was that a uh, was the tweets a bird joke? Oh my gosh! Uh, I didn't even catch that. The, the now we're getting even more angry tweets. Sorry. Yep. Uh, Cleveland Browns versus the New York Jets. These are two sad teams. <laughs> last week did not go the way either team it's expected it to. Uh, let's start with the Browns since they'll probably yeah. be a little bit more exciting. Yeah. You know, I think they're going to play mad. You know, I it's think about that game. I think Baker, I think they were humbled. I think they came into yeah. the season expecting to be hot stuff and they mm-hmm. weren't, you know, they got humbled by the Tennessee Titans. That'll yeah, bring you back down to earth very quickly. Wearing a $300,000 watch. Yep. I don't, don't do that. Okay. I don't care about that. Whatever. <laughs> I know. It's an analogy. It's a poor analogy. Yeah. Um, you know, I Nick Chubb, I have locked in as a top yeah. top six running back. I think he's going to destroy the Jets. Um, he's going to run angry. You know, you drafted him to be your running back one, and I think he delivers on that this week. Last mm-hmm. week was a little disappointing. This week he gets into the end zone. Wide receivers. Uh, I'm I starting agree. Odell, obviously. Start Odell. Uh, would you start Landry? I would... Think of him in a in a flex. I do like the matchup this week, and I do think he's going to get the ball a lot. I like Landry as a flex, maybe wide receiver three. Okay, yeah, and obviously more valuable in a PPR league. He's a reception monster. Uh, David Njoku, great week also last like. week. Would you yep. uh, do you like him or love him? Uh, I'm gonna say really like. I'm not gonna go. And overreact, say I love him, but I like him a lot. I don't see him getting a touchdown this week. I see OBJ and Landry getting a touchdown and Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see Njoku maybe five receptions, 55 yards. So that's a pretty bad stat line. Okay. It's it's not good <laughs> just because I think that I, it's going to be on the lower lower end of yeah. what this for. It's the tight end landscape. If they score a touchdown, yeah. you're happy. If they don't, you're sad. And that's, yeah, that's no joke. That's going to be about his worst. Yeah. Um, you know, with Baker Mayfield, top 15 quarterback. I'm not uh, expecting huge things, but he'll be solid. You'll be happy with how he performs. Yeah. Um, anybody else on this team that you're interested in? I think we just touched on all the skill players. Players know um, I like their defense, but but yeah, no, that that's a good call. If you if you're streaming defense yeah. and they're available, but yeah, I have a feeling the Browns will be owned in a lot of leagues. Yeah, but if they're, they're not, pick them up. The Jets are not off to a hot start this season. They got beat by the Bills. Nuts, not not great. Yeah, uh, and Sam Darnold is out with mono. You know that's 
a pretty silly thing to not be able to play football with. It's a very serious disease, but a very, <laughs> very sad outcome. You know, they weren't that great with Darnold. I'm uh, curious to see how they can do with uh, tre- <laughs> Trevor Sky's the Limit Simeon. Simeon, yeah. I mean, Simeon, I know a little bit about. He's been on do the Vikings you? for a while. No, he wasn't. It, Are you serious? Simeon was, uh, was a backup for the Vikings, yes. Oh, my God. I like nothing him even less. A, nothing too exciting there. Yeah. I don't expect... I don't expect anything, honestly, from Simeon. Uh, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, I mean, again, nothing against the guy. He's just, you know, it's like a McCown. Nah, that's oh, how dare you besmirch Josh McCown. McCown. Yeah. McCown's uh, a god. Le'Ve- Le'Veon Bell, questionable with shoulder injury. Looks like he will play. Um, Damaris Thomas didn't practice with a hamstring injury. And Noon yeah. was out for the season. And there's a plethora of defensive players uh that could miss this week or longer so really a lot of injuries taken over new york but Uh, i'm starting bell the only wide receiver that i'm interested in right now is uh jameson crowder you know he was he just ate targets last week and this week i think he might even get more trevor simeon's notorious for the short yardage pass he'll be looking for that safety blanket he's one of those quarterbacks who he doesn't want to win the game. He just doesn't want to lose it. <laughs> so, he, he just wants to look good. He just doesn't want to lose his job. So he's going yeah. to do the safe short passes, which Jamison Crowder will benefit from. You know, if he has a finishing stat line of 80 to 120 yards, just with those short dump off passes, I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. You know, Le'Veon Bell, he'll be involved I don't expect him to get a touchdown this game. You know, he'll be effective on the ground and the air, mm-hmm. but I'm not anticipating a touchdown. I uh, actually have for a touchdown this week. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to be able to make it that far. I think they're going to be able to focus on stopping the run and really take away Lady Bell. I think he's going to have one big run that leads to a touchdown. I don't think they're going to get to the red zone, my friend. Well, I... I think he's going to run right past the red zone into the end zone. I think he's going to have one like 50 yard rushing touchdown. You want and that's, it? that's going to be it. I don't cause I'm yeah. not that confident in the yeah. jets, <laughs> in the jets at all. I mean, there's, <laughs> I'm not going to bet on a guy who's questionable to play. So. <laughs> all right. That's well, just stupid of me. Yeah. I thought I thought I had you there. So no. Cleveland Browns versus New York jets. Mm-hmm. I've got, by the, the Browns. way, Yo, let's well, hear it. We need we need to talk about the Browns, but first, um, we made a speaking of bets, we made a bet in the quarterback episode, our top ten quarterbacks, on who's going to finish higher, Dak Prescott or Trubisky. Just saying, I'm in the lead right now. Yeah, just want to. That's not looking as good right now. Just yeah, want to throw that out there that that's still going, and just remind call. everyone. Of it. It's a long season. We'll see if uh, Prescott decides to hold out for a new contract. <laughs> Uh, Pay the man. All right, Cleveland Browns. Let's talk yeah, about the Browns real quick. I'm, I'm picking the Browns. Who do you pick to win the game? Uh, yeah, Browns. Browns. No doubt. No you know, doubt. That, that sums up all the games we've got. Uh, we have a little category here. We're becoming yeah. old-time judges. Uh-huh. We have a couple players we deem yay, and a couple players we deem nay. Let's yay, start with nay. the nays, because oh, we're starting with the we want to finish things on a high note. We'll uh-huh. start with the nays. 
we share this name, Philip Lindsay yeah. and Royce Freeman. Slash Royce Freeman, yeah. We don't like you. We don't want you on our teams. Oh, okay. No, Let's, uh, no. I don't want to be hated here. I don't care. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't want you on my team. I don't want to start you this yeah. week. Nay. I avoided them in the draft. I'm avoiding them any week. I just don't. I just don't like them. You know, a player that I have in the nay category, although it breaks my heart, Devontae Freeman. I'm still starting yeah. him, but you know what? I'm already bracing my heart for a tough week. Looking looking forward to the future. Uh-huh. Prepare for a crash landing here. Yep. Who do you have? Uh, I got, uh, let's go Kenny Galladay. Kenny, Kenny Galladay. Galladay. After a, a rough week, rough uh, game last week, I just... I don't see I don't see him performing that well against the Chargers. Honestly. I I think Marvin Jones is going to be way more involved like you said and I think Amadola is still going to get uh some receptions. So, I think Kenny Galladay, I I could see him uh let's five receptions, 40 yards. It's going to be another disappointing week for Kenny. You know, I wouldn't say he was disappointing last week. I mean, he had 42 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, it certainly could have been worse. He got nine targets. So, you know, I can see where you feel that way. So, you know what? We'll see how that turns out. I'm I'm not down on Galladay, but I see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Uh, My final nay is Dalvin Cook. I think the the Packers shut down Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery. I would argue Cohen's one of the trickiest players in the NFL to keep down. He's small in stature, yeah. so you can't see him. And he's fast as heck. So, you know, I, I think the Packers might be able to take away the run game for the Vikings. So I'm fading Dalvin Cook this week. Yeah, and obviously I'm going to disagree. I, Cook's just way better than Cohen. But, you know, it, let's not get into all this because we can argue for two hours about Vikings, Packers, Cook, Cohen, any, anyone like that. So I'm going to disagree. But okay. I can understand where you're coming from. Sure. Uh, my nays, Big Ben. I got Big Ben against the Seahawks defense. Um, I I'm just kind of bitter about about that game. I I'm very I'm treading lightly, like I said before about the the Steelers. I just it was I was expecting some great things from them, and they just didn't perform. And now I got to see them. I'm, I don't trust them at all. I got to see what they can do in order for me to think about starting them again. I like it. I think that's a good pick. Uh, into the yays category. Not again, no. we, we both have uh, the same player. Yeah, we're starting it with someone we agree on, uh, which uh-huh. is getting rarer and rarer. Oh, uh, yeah. Devin Singletary. You know, mm-hmm. I think he's a rising star. You know, I don't know if you saw the Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga movie, but a star is born. Oh man, I've yet to see that movie. Don't plan on it. Um, nothing Spoiler alert: an yeah. unheard of becomes a superstar. So oh, okay. Devin Singletary, he has a great opportunity this week against the Jet or yeah. the uh, Giants. You know, uh, he proved last week he's got he's got game. This week, mm-hmm. I think they're going to utilize him more and really test him to see if he can be the RB one. Spoiler alert: I think he can. A star yeah. is born. I rest my Agreed. case. Agree. Um, 
Yeah, what's your second yay? My second yay, same team, go Bills, John Brown. Giants got torched last week by Amari Cooper and uh, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup, yeah. Uh, John Brown isn't Cooper. Uh, Not yet. Yeah, I think Gallup is a better physical player than John Brown, but I think John Brown's a better route runner. Um, John Brown is getting smothered with targets in a fun way. (laughs) So, you know, if that keeps up, I think John Brown's going to be a monster, not just this season, but this week. You know, he's facing Mm -hmm. the Giants. You know, the, the Bills have something to prove this year. Josh Allen wants to win with fire and passion. I think he's going to sling the ball to John Brown. And if you give John Brown a couple deep balls, he's going to pull one of them down. And he only needs one. That's the fun thing yeah, about John they're, Brown. They're going to take that the deep risk on uh, on offense there. I agree. I agree with that. I think we we agree a lot on our yays. Yep. Let's hear your guy. Um, let's go. Let's go, Lamar Jackson. Boom. I like Lamar. I like this. I love the matchup he's against. He they showed no mercy against the Dolphins. Now again. The Cardinals are not the Dolphins, right? Cardinals are a lot, a lot better than the Dolphins. It's a different animal, Andrew. It's a completely different animal, but I, I think Lamar Jackson is going to tear it up still. I mean, I just love in his in his post-game interview, he said, not too bad for a running back. He's he's proven all the haters wrong. He wants to do it again. Is anybody so arguing I, against you? No. <laughs> No, this isn't. That's a really safe. This is players that we like. It is players that we love. Players that we are very excited to start this week. But if I if I had to choose a different quarterback, I'd say Baker Mayfield with the with a bounce back week. But team bandwagon, I like it. Yep. I agree with you. I think those players are going to be very good. Uh, I think our final yay we share oh, yeah, Evan Ingram. Speaking of getting smothered by targets, yeah. just when you think he can't get any more, he can get more. This yeah. will be his week. Uh, he's He realistically could get 15 to 20 targets. And if you give somebody of that physical talent that many targets, you're going to get some fantasy football goodness. So I'm yeah, all, we, we all aboard. Very early in the, in the tight end episode. You know, last year was a little rough, but two years ago he was great, and we feel like he's going to perform to that level, if not better. Yeah, so, I I think he could finish the week as the number two tight end. I I think he I think he'd go number one again. He could he was number Kelsey. one last week. He was number one last week. I think he'd go number number one again this week because who are they going to who who's Daniel Jones going to throw to? Honestly, Saquon. <laughs> Daniel Jones to Saquon. There you go, Co- Cody Latimer. The dream team. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's it. That sums up our week two preview episode. If you like what you heard, even if you didn't, please subscribe. I'll, I'll give us a five-star review. If you don't want to, just send Andrew an angry tweet on Twitter. Yeah, go for it. You know what? Thank you guys so much for listening. May the odds be ever in your favor, said you go. the wise poet Katniss Everdeen. No, I don't think it was Everdeen that said that, but go on. Hit me, baby, one more time. Bye, bye, bye. Happy week two. Bryant out. Andrew, Dynamite Dobes, we are out of here. See you later.